Would y'all like to hear my impression of the man who I saw at the grocery store today when I was buying a sandwich? Yeah. Yes. One, two, three, four, five grain bread for me. One, two, three, four, five grain bread for me, if you got it. And a Tinder sub. Five grain and a Tinder sub. And um, he was not, it was not his turn. (laughs) (laughs) Was he talking to himself or was he expecting an employee to sort of just. There was me and then there was the other person ordering and then he came up right in the middle because I think he thought that the other person was done. And just started announcing, one, two, three, four, five grain bread for me. And it wasn't like, oh, you know, maybe this guy doesn't understand social norms. I mean, clearly he doesn't. But it was like <laughs> a very confident move. He was like, they're going to love what I have to say about what yeah, I want to eat. it's almost like a riddle. Yeah, exactly. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Hold Not on. Not six, seven, eight grams bread. No. no. <laughs> it would have been great if he went up and ordered like wheat. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Hmm. He was so excitable. And then I finally, I didn't want to look at him because when someone, when people are weird in public, I feel like I can't look at them because it might encourage them. Yeah. Once you make eye contact, you're involved in their narrative and then it's all over. You don't want to be a part of their story. You want their story for later on a podcast cold open. Yeah. And I did look at him (laughs) and he did have a Confederate flag on his shirt. Naturally. Yeah. Naturally. So. Yeah. I've just been holding that. I've been holding that with me. Because the unfortunate Um, truth of most crazy guys, even when they're like being fun crazy in public, is that they do ultimately, you go home and they do have a Confederate flag shirt in their closet. (laughs) In the closet, probably in the wash, because you got to get to it for church. Yeah. Or on them right now. I just, you know, when I was, I didn't, because I didn't know what I'd expect. And I, I thought was, uh, wasn't racism, but I remember that I do live in the South. So I was like, oh yeah, South Carolina. Oh, Forgot right. about that part. Yeah, yeah. Our big oh, the, to and fame. the whole oh right, civil war. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Fort Sumter's here. Mason Dixon line. Oh, that's yeah, a little bit whole... above. We understand. Yeah, we understand. Hey, Josh, where's uh, where do you live in regards to the Mason Dixon line? North of it. Oh, good for you. Very north of it. That's great. I don't – I dropped out of college, and I was a history major, so I didn't get to that part. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm from the state where Abraham Lincoln was born and bred. Oh, man. So yeah, if that tells you anything about where 140 years ago we were on the stance of civil rights. And, Kylie, what's your home state's claim to fame? My home state is California. And we are known as the, I want to say, the golden state. Here are the things we have. Oranges, um, the Golden Gate Bridge, Hollywood, California. Great. Um, Vince Vaughn lived across the street from not me, but my friend. <laughs> Those are the I four. read about that. And the these tr- are my claims to fame. <laughs> Very good. Why is the Golden Gate Bridge red? Um, something to do with coal miners. I'm looking it up. Gate, bridge, (laughs) red. I know, like, this could be a bit, but I kind of halfway through, I was like, I actually want to know the answer. It's the best part. I feel like red is just the best 
bridge color. Would you believe that name, it was not intended to be red? It was coated <laughs> it was in a, a mistake. Burnt red. It was coated in a burnt red and orange shade of primer to protect it from corrosive elements. And that's like, you know, okay, so you know when you look something up in Google and then it cuts off half of the sentence, like, yes. is this what you're looking for? So that's the first half of the sentence. That's um, all we need. Yeah, you get it. My interest we, has been I We painted it gold. We painted it gold. It is gold paint, but the primer's orange. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, the primer's orange. We put the primer on the outside. But yeah. you should know what it looks like on the inside. It's gorgeous. It's really pretty. And isn't they isn't what they say about bridges is that it's what's on the inside that counts. Roll the intro, Josh. We don't have an intro that rolls. Um, just... actually, I, I could roll it. Fucking That's roll it. Oh, I have to wait for the soundboard to go live because we don't <laughs> use this. So give me like <laughs> ten seconds. Um... We're really professional. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, this is a, this is a, I, I love this. I just learned some sad <laughs> facts about the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm still, I'm like, full ADHD on another website. Incoming first. <laughs> there it is. Like a fucking, it's so loud. Shotgun through my brain. This is as quiet as I can make it. That's really unfortunate. Maybe <laughs> the we volume don't use is as low as anymore. it can get before it gets muted. <laughs> oh my god, welcome to Fridge Pod. Fair request from Josh and Joe. And today, our special guest, Kylie Brakeman. Hello. Hello. Now, I before we do our usual run of show, I do want to introduce you. You are a writer, a comedian. A director. You are one of the hosts of Artists on Artists on Artists, the podcast with the most fun abbreviated name to pronounce. Yeah, we wanted it to be me. intentionally impossible to say or to find Twitter and Instagram handles for. It's right. Mission you, accomplished. You get a lot of brand recognition at sporting events, though, whenever yeah. they just go. Yeah, we're, they're they're paid every time. Wow, <laughs> you guys are bankrolling. <laughs> we're doing like well, guerrilla marketing. Sure. Oh my this god, this has been a really long operation. Kind of since the beginning of of sports being invented itself. Wow. Uh, our podcast is we'll, we'll be like we'll we'll release this in 2021, but let's get the build up for it for the past I don't know yeah. 40 years. Your great great grandfather had a dream. And it was for you to have a podcast. And so he just started, he went to a Braves game because he was a Braves fan, I've decided. And um, he just started doing that. <laughs> yeah, his really hands look on. like this, so my hands can look like this. <laughs> you know, the classic when, tale. Exactly. When the, when the Mayans created that game where they got the ball up into the hoop, oh, yeah. then they created the calendar that ended in 2020. That way, because, you know, 2021 rolls around, AOAOA comes on. And it sort of completes the cycle. So your podcast yeah. sort of it's, it's sort, sort of, of like the Mayan calendar, but today. There's BC. Yeah, it's like there's BC. Exactly. We got yeah. there. A D and A O A O A O A. B A O A O A O A and A O A O A O A. You are also uh former writer for the Tonight Show and the Tonight Show Kids. 
Yeah, the Kids Tonight Show is is what it's called, as we all know, as we've all watched it. We've all watched the Tonight and Show. You for guys kids. have seen it, right? Exactly. <laughs> and you may know her from her TikToks and her reels as the six year old divorcee, which was my first exposure to your uh, your comedy. Also, my new favorite um, series, uh, "Woman Too Busy to Be Cheated On." Uh, and you also worked. You've also worked on characters. Welcome, and I love deep cuts. I did not realize that you were Rose on Hamlet Factory, uh, which is a three-part little cartoon on YouTube that I really liked. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's also on uh, HBO Max, or as oh. we now call it, Max. Max. I was just I complaining about Max, Max today. Oh, I love the brand Max. I love the brand Max, <laughs> and I can't wait to uh, have a dialogue with them uh, in the future. Because you are a creator. I'm a Unless creator. they walk that back. Just like Martin Scorsese and Just... um, <laughs> exactly. all those other people. Max, I think they did walk it gri- back. They did walk it back. And, mm. and if they're walking things back, let's rethink that shade of blue. Let's just rethink that shade of blue. It's it the looks, worst one I've seen. It looks like they paid, like if they paid $400 for the old blue, it looks like they paid maybe $2 for this blue. It's you a know, cheap blue. It's a cheap blue. You know when you want to buy the movie Transformers and you ask your grandmother for Transformers for Christmas and she's in Walmart and she sees Transmorphers um, in like the checkout line DVD rack. Uh, you wanted blue for Christmas and she got it, Max's shade of blue at the Walmart checkout line. That's it's the yeah. blue you have at home. Yeah, it's the like well, this is sort of what you want. This is um it's like when I I used to get I I would ask my mom for Abercrombie because I wanted Abercrombie. I wanted to look like everybody uh in those horrible ugly t-shirts that everyone wanted to wear. Um and oh my God. There was this other brand, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like very much a knockoff of it. And these girls clocked me right away that it was not oh, real Abercrombie. No. Devastating. I just looked up the color blue that we've been talking <laughs> about, and it is viscerally unappealing. It's so bad. It looks I don't know like why they it did looks, this. It looks like what the Golden Gate Bridge is underneath the red and orange primer. <laughs> They're like, we got to cover it up with anything. We've made a mistake. This wasn't even close to gold. I only ask this because I know it's inappropriate to ask a person this kind of question, but I only ask it because you've mentioned growing up and needing to have Abercrombie to fit in. How old are you? I am 27. The closest we've had to our age. Weird. We keep getting guests. No, was Charlie? No, How Charlie, old are you? I'm 29. I'm 28. Okay. Yeah, this we is... keep getting our internet friends are all like, I'm 24. It's like, stop. <laughs> stop mm-hmm. being young. Stop doing it. Stop that. Stop I only it. have one more, I only have a handful of months left. It's really my... something that I've had to reckon with is no longer being able to be a child phenom in something. Mm, yes. Like, not that I was ever, but like but you... that opportunity is gone. <laughs> Fully gone. It, I've it's aged no longer like, wow, I can't pro- believe. No, I can't yeah. believe she's 19 and she could play the cello like this in the world uh, Sydney Opera House. And it's now like, it's just, oh, you're still oh playing the cello? you have a resume. Yeah, it's like, okay, awesome. Yeah, you should be playing the cello by now. You should know how to do that. That means that I'm failing if, if we 
Josh, I know, plays the cello. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it was a universal gift. Well, what's that Einstein quote? If you judge a fish by its ability to play a cello, then you're correct. Everybody should know how to play a cello. It's <laughs> exactly what Einstein That's said. That's what Einstein said. It was, I saw Man, I love that guy. He's hilarious. <laughs> He's very funny. Wisecracker. Almost yeah, as funny as hair? this thing I have to do real quick. <laughs> where I read a five-star review. I just oh, want to get it over with. So we can, it's whenever we have guests, I'm like, I gotta do the run of the show, but I gotta introduce people. Uh, Kate the cat says, Yes, I am a friend of the show. Stay frigid, five stars. Thank you for that. I don't know if you really are our friend or not because you're an anonymous internet person, but we appreciate the five star review and we appreciate all of our Patreon subs. Fridge Pod on Patreon, no commercials, double content every week. Well. You will still get the adult diaper commercials. You still get those, the adult diaper commercials. We have to contractually keep those in every single thing we record. Huggies we, has got their hands around our neck. I feel almost like a scab because oh, we didn't start getting these Huggies pro commercials um, until the rider strike started. And it feels like they don't have anyone to make them for it, but they're the paying us to of do it. it. Yeah. So but I guess are they, I do. Are they good diapers? I mean, they don't keep the stink in, but that's a that's a that is not a it's a feature, not a bug. Because if they don't keep the stink in, how do you know when it's time to change your Huggies Pro diaper? That's right. You'll it's just like be walking those around. COVID, yeah, like those COVID masks that like make it dangerous for everybody else except for you. Yeah, yeah. it's like actually, I think it's the opposite of that. <laughs> How am I supposed to know my mask is working if I don't have other people coughing on me to test it? I How do I know? In, in, in like unless I'm in one of those videos where it 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 colors all my all my particles blue, how do I know? How do I know if it's working? You'll never know. You'll never know. Just like we'll never know so many of the concept masks that companies started making commercials for in 2020 and then we're like, we're making the best possible mask because this is the end of the world and you'll always have to have a mask and then you didn't have to buy a $200 mask made by a gaming PC company. No, but I felt like it was the right thing to do. Um, so <laughs> here it is. Oh, <laughs> it, it looks like an external hard drive. That's because <laughs> it doubles. <laughs> wow, you can put so much data on your face. Yeah. <laughs> but not COVID germs. But not COVID germs. Kylie, you have... Um, you you have a very impressive resume. You have a, a very cool IMDb, which baseline cool is having one, and then it's got impressive stuff on it. <laughs> I would also I've seen say people who just have them. <laughs> so yeah, you can just you can also just have one, and that's valid and awesome as well. I I will say my IMDb looks insane because someone went in and added me as an executive producer of like. 12 TikToks I've made. I crazy, right? I, <laughs> I wanted to ask. <laughs> I cannot figure out how to take them down. And I that have someone tried was me. so many times. Josh. <laughs> I know. Oh, we thought it was a, oh, like a fun thing. We it really looks like I did it. It really, I, I know it came from a good place, man, but it really looks like I did it. <laughs> I was like, like a, no, go ahead. 
It looks like if it's like if Pedro Pascal's like Wikipedia page opened up with like Pedro is so cool and charming and handsome and he was born and blah 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 blah. And it's like that looks like Pedro Pascal wrote that. It really does. It's driving me actually insane. I just assumed I literally saw it and I was like, you know, she's very accomplished. Like maybe I didn't realize six year old divorcee had a had legs somewhere else. Yeah, we had a skeleton crew and a lot of people to pay. Uh, it was hard to do it. COVID productions kind of shut it down. Yeah, but. yeah. Really small budget, you know, but everybody got a piece of the pie on that one. I credited they- myself as a director, writer, actor. Yeah, yeah. I heard that it was going to be the next succession, but. Mm. Yeah, HBO then- said it was too good. Yeah. So they took it off. As soon as someone said, <laughs> Hey, I think I think Joe's gonna finally watch Westworld. No, he doesn't get to. No, it's gone. Well, did they remove Westworld? I didn't know that. It's gone. It's gone. (sighs) Yeah, everyone's favorite family-friendly show, Westworld, is gone. You can never watch anybody seduce a robot or be seduced by a robot on Westworld again, (laughs) unless those damn dogs start doing it again. The robot those, dogs. Those damn robot dogs. People get seduced by them. I'm not saying I am. By them, Josh. You were the I'm, only. I'm person. not the only person. You saw... Don't look up my IMDb page where I do. I am credited as being seduced by one of those IBM robot dogs. Um, <laughs> I, I did. However, you can pay for IMDb Blue eight dollars a month, and you can just write whatever the hell you want on anything. That's awesome. That costs even you. less than IMDb Pro, which is $20 a month, which is what I paid to try and get those credits removed. Oh, that's oh so my funny. God. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> did not. Man. <laughs> well, and it didn't work. It didn't work. Maybe let it pad it out your resume. Them. Every time I tried to delete one, it kept adding new sketches. <laughs> it said, actually, I- you made this video and you deleted it because it low performed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were the ep you were the <laughs> but i was the executive producer yeah of a character video called guy with big hat since gone from the internet uh, and Drunk let me tell you trump trial um uh, uh i forget the exact name but the very good video you made about the disney cult towns disney cult oh yeah yes Yes. I did they ever build those? I remember that coming out where they're like you can live here at, at, in Disney World forever. It's it's mm-hmm. a living community, but I don't know if anything ever happened with it. I I don't know. Um you can take this off the podcast, Josh. Josh, I know you don't. Kylie, do you watch Succession? I do. Are you caught up? Living Plus? Yeah, I, I was yes, going to yeah. spoilers for succession. They make fun of the Disney um, communities on an episode. And I was watching it like, that's fucking Di- wow. Yeah. But I I want to, I want, first I want to ask, because I, I really want to talk about the writer's strike, but I got to know how, how, how do you get in? How do you start writing for shows, dude? How? How, I have I've, like I can't even imagine the process. You don't get a degree in working up for the Tonight Show, and then you can apply. Like, well, right now it's pretty easy. You just walk across this little thing called a picket line, and they just <laughs> yeah. let you in. They're oh. really looking for writers now. <laughs> I've got a mole seems skin? like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been writing this at a coffee shop for a while. 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I had like kind of a weird path, which is sort of becoming like a more common path, but now it feels like maybe the bubbles burst on it, but maybe not, but also what is late night anymore and what's going on. But I mean, I, um, was, uh, making videos, got repped off the videos, got my first writing job off the videos, uh, which was the Kids Tonight Show, which was the Tonight Show hosted by children. Very um, good. Great. So and Jimmy then... Fallon was still the host? <laughs> oh! Oh, got rim it. shot. Burn. That's right, Jimmy. I'm coming for you. Absolutely toasted. You're emotionally stunted. When I'm <laughs> inevitably interviewed, he'll, uh, he'll be like, I heard about the mean thing you said because I know about... All the mean things anyone says about me. I believe that about Jimmy Fallon. I believe he knows. He seeks it out. He's a little pain glutton. So you, you based on your virality, you were I, able to. Yes. That's so well, cool. Yeah. You know, I still have to like submit packets and everything and right. like, but it is like it, it helped me get the agents who can get me in front of people. And like that, I think that is still, it, it's it's still reps. It's still, it's still that it's just like, I think there's a wider variety of people who can get into the pool now. Like, I think it used to be like a, you go up through this specific comedy theater and you're plucked from improv teams and deposited into writing staffs, which is, I, and I think there used to be bigger rooms, which is why there's striking. I, Mm. I am in like a position where it's like, I, I am still, I, I had, I don't know. Like, I still don't know what it was like before. Like, right, I, sure. I'm still new enough to to know that there are problems, but I don't know what it was like before to have, like, 10 writers in, like, write 30 episodes of a season for a network and then get residuals off that and then buy a house. That's not my experience. I don't know what that's like. I br- basically broke even working for the Kids Tonight Show because I had to fly myself out to New York, put myself up, and living in New York is very expensive. And I like hmm. very expensive cappuccinos. Um, well, there's your problem. There's my problem right there. Did so, you try living in a very, yeah. very small apartment and then getting viral off of how small your apartment is? I should have <laughs> gone smaller. Because I <laughs> I was spending $600 living with eight girls. Um, actually, not just girls. Eight mixed gender individuals um that makes it sound like they're all non-binary what i mean to say (laughs) is there are girls boys and non-binary people in this apartment right um it's important that you know that i think Uh, that if a group of people involves (laughs) i think that if a group of people involves more than three uh 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 gender i think a group of people has more than three people who identify as women you can call that whole group the girls and I think that's why I'm doing that. <laughs> okay. yeah. 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 It's the girls. Generally it's the girls. The girls. Um, and so I lived with them. And so that was saving me money. But I should have, it would have in the long run to pay to to live in a box and make however many dollars that guy is making off the creator's fund. That would have would have helped me. I gotta assume he's done. There was a li- there was a limit. There's only to what- so many videos you could make about the apartment, but I'm really impressed involved. with how many there were. 
Yeah. He's artificially making it smaller by like spackling on more. <laughs> it's getting tinier, even more peanut like butter a and jelly. Winchester mystery house situation. Where... <laughs> but he's just he hanging doors. Yeah, I love he was always door like. In my... <laughs> Where'd it go? Was was that the same guy who was like monetizing? Like, it's not that hard to live in New York off eight dollars a day, and then would just eat like a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> he would go like, I go to these people who are selling stuff on the street without a permit, and I'm gonna put them on blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man! <laughs> what an insane world we live in. So when you were and now he's for- writing for he's writing for uh, uh, a different late night show that we won't name. Yeah, it's James Kimmel. Corden. We can't name it. It was Corden, actually. It was Corden. <laughs> he just kept pitching, James, what if you lived in a really small room? And James was like, I can't sing in here. I can't this sing in here. James is small. <laughs> and he's a tiny, tiny man. You can't you can't prove that James Corden isn't pocket sized. I I don't know. I don't know how big those cameras are. I don't know if the audience is very small too, if the set is very small. I've no seen idea. Lord of the Rings. I know what they can do with perspective. Yeah. I didn't realize that Sarah Jessica Parker is only 5'2". I didn't know that. Mm. I wouldn't know that from watching her on screen. Everything's an illusion. That is that is an insane stat. So that <laughs> genuinely blew my mind. <laughs> so, because she wears those heels. She, wears she, the heels. she gives off such tall energy. She looks so tall. Speaking of looking tall, when you're holding your head high, picketing for the writer's strike. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that, yeah. Exper- what's that experience been like? Um, and uh, like, what, what would you say to people who have like, heard of rumblings but don't fully understand the deal? Okay, so basically, I I am not I am not as uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm as smart or as representative of like a you know that you have your Adam Conovers who know what's going on. I know a little bit of what's going on, but basically, it's that you can't really make a living doing this anymore unless you were a big deal like 15 years ago and are promoted to. A uh, bigger role, basically. Like, <clears throat> there's been a lot of compl- and again, it's like I haven't experienced all of this, so I don't right. totally know. What I can speak to is like, I have written for a late night show where there are residuals, where it is a network, where there are weekly minimums, and like there are protections in place because TV was founded with these things in mind and like the WGA fought for these things in the past. And so you can make a, an income that is representative of like what you deserve from those shows that are like old guard shows, but streaming comes along and all these tech companies and the overlords that now control everything are like up, up, up. Mm -hmm. This isn't TV though. This is streaming. So we actually don't have to pay you at all. We actually have any rules. We actually, there's no rules because, see, this isn't TV. This is on the internet. So it's actually a completely different thing. Um, it's like a tweet. It's like a tweet it's or like, like a, a YouTube video. Yeah. Ugh. So there are lower minimums for streaming and there are lower residuals being paid for streaming. Um, and 
they don't have to release their numbers on a lot of things. Like it's all like Netflix has all their secret numbers that they keep in a little yeah. cage and nobody knows how many people are watching anything. So there's no way to prove how badly people are getting fucked over. Um, but they are getting fucked so over. so cool. Well, Netflix yeah, always really does awesome. that thing. They always do that thing too where they're like, what? they always release like, man, this is our 10th year in a row where we've, we've operated at a loss. And it's like, really? We're supposed to just believe that Netflix is burning cash? Like they're a struggling little mom and pop organization. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know how a business works or functions in this way. But I, yeah, it's also, it's, oh, it's, it's another thing they want to do that I can speak to. There's so many more other issues that, that I just don't know. But um, they want to pay like comedy writers and late night writers a day rate instead of week to week contract like week right. 13 week contracts which is what it is now so that could mean that you could move your life out to LA or New York write for Kimmel for 4 days and then they go actually I don't know and then you have to just leave and it's turning it into they just want to make it a gig job like Uber or like Postmates yeah. or shit where it's like you can't you just can't function that way wow um and they want to make it easier to fire people. Basically, they think that uh, writers are doggy doo doo and anybody can do it and you can replace this with a computer. Um, and I just don't think that's true. Hmm. No, I, I do think Jimmy Fallon is chat GPT. But um, <laughs> no. But, uh, hey, careful now. Jimmy and I still play poker on weekends. Oh, right, right. That's how I, I get forgot. paid. Yeah, we call it Jimmy and Kylie Poker Night. We call and that we're residuals. In a and he's That's really how I'm bad. getting residuals, because he's really bad at poker, and I'm cleaning up. He's really, really lonely. So he Would you rather take $10 now or a chance to win $50 in a game of poker? That's oh, boy, the Jimmy. choice. When, when writing for a late night show, this is a question that I'm not prepared to ask because it might ruin what I think of how the world works. Are all the jokes they're saying just shit that you guys wrote and then they're like, I'll tell it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate that. Basically it. What do you think? <laughs> well, as opposed to what? As opposed to them being able to make their own damn jokes. <laughs> I think that some of them do. Well, no, they pitch. They pitch. Right. They say stuff and they'll be like, oh, I'm saying this instead. Or I'm going to say this. Or actually, I think this joke would be funnier if it were this. But that's the reason why you have. I I don't think I could do that job. Five days a week. Yeah. Doing that every single time. It's like I wouldn't have anything to say after a certain point. So that's why you that's why you have joke monkeys. Um, and, and the I, sheer amount of content that I hate the word content, the sheer amount right. of material, uh, that is generated in a day is crazy and mm -hmm. just thrown away, tossed to never be seen again. Can you keep a good joke for yourself? If, if like, Ooh. if they're not going to take it, can you be like, well, no one else. I'm tweeting that one. That one's for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've pocketed some jokes. <laughs> I've pocketed them. Um, I've tweeted them out, and they've not gone well ever. So they were uh, right. They were right. God damn it! <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, you know, man. Well, you you're writing for someone else entirely who is not your voice, and then yeah. you tweet it from your own voice, and then people are like, 
What do you mean by that? Yeah, Why do better. You, that's not you. You could be like not me that they're tweet. saying that. Not that anyone's thinking about my right. tweets. No, right. Why is she trying to be Jimmy Fallon right now? <laughs> like, I really feel like she's trying to be Jimmy Fallon. I just I can't. I got to hit that unfollow. <laughs> it's better than tweeting your actual voice and nobody ever likes them. I'm very bad at Twitter and it's okay. Just very It's okay bad at because the website's going away now. Let it go. It's going away because it knew it's that time. I couldn't handle it. And I do have one gotcha question. I'm very sorry, but I do, I I'm the host that wait. brings the one gotcha question every time. Yeah. According to ZGR.net, you have a net worth estimated in 2021 of one to five million U.S. dollars, approximately. Why are you charading as <laughs> a hardworking individual when you're clearly an nepotism baby? That's so funny. These websites all say that I have like two to three million dollars. No, 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 no. They say you're worth that much. <laughs> okay, now that I can get behind. Yeah. I'm rich what? in potential. Exactly. Mr. In, <laughs> Mr. Fallon, in according to this website, this is my going rate. <laughs> what are you going to – think ZGR what else? website's going to lie? What is ZQR? What is it? I saying? don't know. I just googled Kylie Brakeman, uh, like net worth, and okay. So I am. There is. I think I. I have found my celebrity heights page where it's okay. like celebrityheights.com oh, or something, no. and that says my net worth. It's, but but I mean they're all wrong. They all yeah, say right, two million dollars. That's no, not I, I how think, much money I have at all. I think you need to start thinking that they're right. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it and walk yeah. into a room believing it. And then I'm going to buy yachts on a credit card. That's exactly what you should do. I love I love this site because much like all of these dog shit sites, it, it has a template and it like has to wait for somebody to insert information. And so for Kylie Brakeman education, it says Kylie Brakeman completed their high school education with good grades in the university. It's like waiting to figure out whatever university that you went to to be like, ah, I got it. The Cal university. State. It's also so easy to find that information. It's incredibly easy, which is why it's definitely written by a robot. Yes. When I got my famous birthdays invitation, uh, I thought I was Brag. being scammed horde. But it turns out famous birthdays is um, – Probably just a computer system and not even a person in a non-English speaking country. I think it's just a series of bits and bops that is like, I would like to put you on the thing. Would you like to be on it, please? Sure. Please. And now I can I'm, be one of the famous Josephs. Joe is I, top. Sorry, I got distracted by I'm not on famous birthdays, but I, I have found my, my ZGR profile, which I have not seen before. <laughs> That's, that's Are you thing. guys on WikiFeet? No, I've and I tried. tried. <laughs> You've tried? I used to make content when I was in – I'm backing off of TikTok. I'm not loving it anymore. I used to – when I was like – It's oh, exhausting. I wonder if I can make this video pop. I'll open a door with my foot. <laughs> so there were several times where I would grip a doorknob and I would open so the door. So you're baiting people into I trying to create a WikiFeet for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like – I'll do it. Yeah. I'll bite the bullet. Someone's got it. Because it's all you need to set one up is, and I didn't I didn't make one for myself, but I did make one for my friend, um, is uh, you just need them to have an IMDb profile. 
And that's all it takes. Oh, interesting. So if you wow. have one, you can just You uh, just gave Josh and I Christmas and then, present ideas for each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then other people will fill it out for you. Oh, there we good. go. Someone, I oh, finally, then, he has a page. I've got all these screenshots of him gripping doorknobs with his damn toes. You laugh, but I guarantee there are so few men on men wiki feet that, yeah. that they will be ready to rate you. Fantastic. That's lovely. I'm quitting TikTok, but I'm joining Wikifeet. <laughs> I'm a Wikifeet's fluencer. <laughs> oh, man. We have to take a quick commercial break. Uh, when we come back, I have a couple of questions, and then I know you have to go. Um, but we'll figure out how that goes after that. But I, I do I do actually have a couple of real actual questions. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to the commercial if it happens. Uh-oh, Father's Day is right around the corner. But you haven't gotten your dad anything yet? Well, don't worry. That's where the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped, comes in. Listen, you and I both know that your dad needs some serious grooming in his life. So why don't you grab your dad the Performance Package 4.0, and he'll thank you for helping him tame his hairy, hairy beast. It's a win-win situation for both mom and dad. So why don't you go to manscaped.com and use code REQUESTS for 20% off and free shipping. Everyone knows a little bit of hair is classy, and no hair, that's fine, but too much hair will turn you away. I know my dad has the hairiest back front and sides I have ever seen. And that's why I am so excited to be able to get him a tool such as the lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped that will allow him and my mom to have a better life. Now you might ask, how is this lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? This upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, which is great if you or your father find yourself doing a lot of traveling. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. You ever seen a nose bush sticking out from your dad's nose? I know I have. While the Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear hair trimmer is the best nose hair trimmer on the market and a perfect gift for your pops. So again, listeners, why don't you go to manscapes.com and use code requests for 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code R-E-Q-U-E-S-T-S. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. So this year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. What's up, gamers? Are you dropping into Tilted Towers, but you're about to take a Tilted Tower of your own? <laughs> Mr. President, they've they've dropped a second Tilted Tower. You're going to need adult diapers by Huggies. Huggies Pro, the only diaper that remembers 9-11. I think that's it. I think we nailed it. One. I think we nailed it. I think we come out with the first, I guess not pro 9-11 diaper. No, but it's not. It's a. It's not explicitly anti nine eleven. Huggies adult diapers pro, old enough to remember nine eleven. <laughs> oh, what? and we're was... back on this side. <laughs> so, um, I did want to ask, like, so on your 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 podcast, AOAOAOA, 
um, yeah. with uh, Jeremy. C- I don't want to mispronounce his last name because I like Jeremy him a lot. Culhane. Culhane. Okay, cool. We have a streak called Calhoun here, and I keep pronouncing it Calhoun. Um, Patrick McDonald, uh, who is a hilarious uh, writer on Smosh, and also uh, Angela and her last name. My phone um, automatically corrected it to Giratina, which I was is say Giratina, <laughs> which is universe uh, Angela. Angela yeah. Giratata. Giratata, not Giratina, the Pokemon, Pokemon. Uh, devil. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, same vibe sometimes. I'm a big fan. Um, you, So these are all people who work in, like, online space writing and performing and stuff. And you were talking about how you, you were able to get noticed and picked up by – because of your, um, your videos. How has, like, like – Smosh taking the direction it took, and 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 outlets like Dropout and stuff. Can you at all speak to how like that's kind of changed? Like, is that a new kind of goal? Like, fuck TV. I want to work for this like cool channel space. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like its own separate world. Like, I feel like for a while it was like, oh, you do YouTube, and then maybe you jump to TV, but that doesn't like seem to be like YouTube seems to be its own. It has its own ecosystem and its own fans and its own like ways to make money doing it. Like it, you know, it's not as uh, like lucrative, I think, in the day to day, like, oh, if you're a writer for this or if you're like if you're working on this channel or this whatever. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for all channels, but like a lot of Internet jobs because I did like a. Um, I mean, I've written for Smosh a, a, a couple of times, but just as like a day, a day right. player type situation. So I can't like speak to that. But like you were on the the, the one hundred uh, trying to laugh, and when I saw that, I was like, "We're at TikTok Mutuals. Look at it go. <laughs> we are. That's the, that's the strongest bond two people can have. Exactly. And here we are. Podcast um, mutuals. Podcast mutuals. We're leveling up. Um. But yeah, it's its own it's its own thing, and we found with the podcast because we we were with um, Sugar Twenty Three was producing us at, because for a while we were just like on our own, and then uh, they basically so we were in now we're in their studio. I mean now we're not because I live on a different coast, but we were in their studio, and it started to look a lot like TikTok podcast like. TikTok famous podcasts, I guess, is the word. I don't, I don't know. Or um, like, uh, like more YouTubey things. Like it had a more YouTubey look to it, right? And so it was attracting like an intersection of like um, other fandom cultures. Like Angela is big on Star Kid, so we have a lot of like Star Kid fans, and then. Um, Patrick from Smosh and like Jeremy's also popping off on TikTok as well, yeah. like currently. And so um, it, it sort of like became this intersection of these other worlds where it, uh, totally different groups of people that like I don't think I would have ever been able to reach on my own are right. coming to watch this. And we weren't sure like who was going to like it or if it was too niche because it's it's a Hollywood roundtable is like, I don't even really watch them. Like, I just like making fun of them, but I don't necessarily sit down and watch a whole thing. So I wasn't sure, like, how universal it would be. But it's mostly improv, and it's mostly just a good time. 
Yeah. And just so our listeners know, um, can you give us like a, a like an elevator pitch for why they should listen to artists on 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 artists? Artists on artists on artists on artists is an improvised Hollywood roundtable podcast where we play new characters every week. It's fully improvised and it is uh I'd say it's a bananas time. Um it's, it's and a hoot. we have a lot of fun doing it. You've had a lot, a lot of, of cool great guests. guests. Yeah. Yeah, we've had uh, Ega Wodim, um, uh, 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 Caitlin Riley, um, uh, off the top Zach of my head, Pilkis. Yes, Zach Oyama. Tons of people who are so funny and who we know through like the UCB community and elsewhere um, and the internet. Uh, and yeah, I, I love the guest episodes because you never know what someone's going to do. And it's really fun. I love that it's... I'm so I would classify myself as a comedy nerd. I'm not a comedian per se, but I'm obsessed with the culture. <laughs> it's like I love Tony Hawk, but I'll never be able to skateboard. Um, like I, I just, it's exciting. You for- can ski, just get on the board. Give it a shot. <laughs> Come on, man. Do you remember Rocket Power? Kinda. Yeah, there's yeah. one. There's one kid, Squid, who was uncoordinated, and they just gave him a a big board and a camera, and that was my role for all. I was like, I don't do tricks, but I can keep up and I can film you. Um, <laughs> but I love whenever I hear like whenever I hear UCB, I'm just like, ah, I know that's where all the greats have come from. Yeah, you can trace any male I comedian over forty back to. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Back to that place. It. I mean, I had. I had one fun year at UCB where I was like on house teams and having a great time and performing all the time. And then the pandemic hit. So Mm. it's like, I didn't have enough time there to get all bitter and mad about it. But there's, I know there's plenty of like valid complaints and everything. Right. But I was lucky to have kind of a pure childlike experience of the place. Which is ideal. Um, Yeah. And so many funny people come out of it. And that continues to be true. What's the oh god? I, Characters welcome. That's the one out of New York, right? Um, yeah, it started in New York, uh, New York's that- UCB, and now it's independent in New York. Uh, and then LA took on the name okay. Characters Welcome for their character team, and so I was on that. Um, and now they call it something else in the new UCB rebrand, where they named all the teams different things. So I don't know what it's called anymore, um, but. Yeah, it, they're super fun shows. It's there's no, there's not many shows that are like it. It's it's just uh, everybody doing three minute characters, and yeah. um, it, it's fun. Well, I, I just love to see that improv is, it's still live, baby, and it ain't going oh, anywhere. You can't kill it. <laughs> you really you can't, can't kill zip zap zop. You can't and kill zip zap zop. I, I do as the as the. The chief Midwesterner do need to throw in Second Son. I really feel second like Second City. Second, no, there's a Second Son heading straight towards the Earth. <laughs> second City. Oh no! How did the Midwest find out about this first? I, I do need to let you guys know our doom is imminent. Well, we, we kind of sent it. You keep calling us flyover states. And so yeah, fly over this. Uh, second City. That's it. That's yeah. the shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Second City. Those guys are always doing good stuff. Uh, that, that one group of comedians that went on SNL and then yeah. never anything else Man. from them. Uh, yeah. Well, Kylie, it's been great having you. Um, thanks for stopping by. 
and um, I think you can go now. <laughs> I and I think I'm ready. Yeah, I think I'm ready to go. I feel that. Uh, they. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've had a wonderful time. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You're welcome. Listen, folks, we've all been there. We've all been stuck in a little recipe rut. Sometimes you eat the same meal over and over and over and over again, and eventually it gets old. So why don't you try taking a bite out of something new with today's sponsor, HelloFresh? HelloFresh has up to 40 recipes to choose from weekly, with options to please even the pickiest eaters. You'll always find meals everyone at the table will enjoy. No matter your lifestyle, you'll always find delicious recipes on the HelloFresh menu, like pescatarian and veggie. You can even swap proteins and sides to make your recipe just exactly how you and your family like it. I know I personally love how easy it is to swap meals in and out for what I want for whatever week that's coming up. Sometimes I want fast meals. Sometimes I want a nice meat and potato. And other times, hey, I'll spring for the veggie. So please, listeners, go to HelloFresh.com slash requests 16 and use code requests 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash R-E-Q-U-E-S-T-S 16 and use code requests 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit. All right. And we're back. Josh, I know we don't usually cut podcasts incredibly short like this. Um, That's okay. Yeah. I want to apologize to you, my co-host. I I thought, I know I was minded to bring Kylie on. I didn't realize she wasn't going to be able to say for the whole thing. Um, well, Joe, you forgot that, you know, you always get the time zones mixed up with our guests. So, you know, you thought she was West Coast. It was actually East Coast. And so that I get it. It, 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 it happens. I don't know where anyone lives. Uh, oh, hold on there's there's another person trying to join the call oh i guess i'll admit them yeah go ahead go. In. hi oh hello. hello hi um my name is tina baby and i am um a doctor in new york city <laughs> and i heard you were having a podcast and i just wanted to stop by dr tina baby <laughs> yeah, i'm a baby doctor <laughs> Oh my god! Well, first of all, I've read about you in the trades, so <laughs> so excited. To have I'm you glad on. my name's getting out there. I mean, you're the. It's a good thing I pay my agent. Clearly, <laughs> it's, great... it's working. It's a great thing you pay your agent. Just just so our our guests, our listeners know, <laughs> you're a you're a baby doctor, or are you a doctor baby? <laughs> That's so funny because it would really change who I am if either of those two words would. Um, okay, so I am a baby doctor, which means I'm a doctor for the babies. I'm a fully grown adult woman, I've decided, and I am a doctor for just the babies. So I don't have mommies in the room when I'm doing my doctor stuff. I don't have daddies in the room when I'm doing my doctor stuff. It's only for babies. Right, because because I find the babies are nervous and right. they tell me things that like they might not tell me if the parents were in the room. Like sometimes they're like, "Uh oh, I'm pooping," <laughs> and they're they might be embarrassed to do that if their mom's in the room. So yeah. I'm it, a baby doctor. That's so altruistic, first of all, and wonderful. The world needs more. Thank you, and yeah, I don't charge. Yeah, I <laughs> the pro bono it, bit is like because babies famously. 
can't pay. <laughs> Babies don't have MasterCard. And there was a while where I was in the in the beginning, I was expecting them to pay me, but um, it didn't work out. And then I realized I could make way more money being like a like an like an interesting doctor and doing podcasts like this one. Right. Yes. And and just so we're clear, you'll take a day rate. Yeah, you can talk to my agent. <laughs> and I'm sure we will. Um, wow, Josh, I'm listen. If you're cool with running with this, yeah, I mean, it. I had Hi, a hard Josh. out, but hello, welcome, welcome to the show. Very exciting to have an official MD on the pod. Yeah, you are a license. You are like a. You went to school and have a real doctorate. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not really a joke. Um, That'd be really funny if there were like a school for doctors and everyone was like a huge nerd. Yeah, well, it's not like the doctors don't the doctors don't go to school, but they go to school and when they leave after after a time, they're doctors then, right? And that's medical school. That would be so funny. You should, would, you should pitch mm, that. I will pitch that. I'll talk to Tony Guillermo, my agent, and um, I'll pitch that to him. So <laughs> I want to circle back real quick. Did you say that babies don't poop when their parents are around? Yeah, I feel like they're nervous. Um, <laughs> and some people might say that it's because maybe the parents are watching and like change the diaper before they come in. But if that made sense then my whole deal would be weird and i don't think that's true yeah i'm not getting any weird vibes off of your whole deal so it it would no, make I, it wouldn't make sense if that was true i ran my whole deal through several focus groups and right. it the results all came out pretty positive okay and can what's some more of the deal that is yours so here's my deal <laughs> i'm 32 years old. Very good. I'm a baby doctor. Of course. My name is Tina Baby. Uh-huh. And I love strawberries. Oh. Um, and I think that bikes should be illegal. That's something that's part of my deal. Okay. Um, part of my deal is also <clears throat> tap dancing and um, public uh, speaking events. I'm a motivational speaker as well. Right. And that's basically it. I used to have part of my deal was that I um, I didn't like oranges, but that didn't test too well in the focus groups because people really like oranges. Yeah. And so I've eliminated that from my deal. <laughs> that's good. Aside from on the pedals, where do you stand on unicycles? <laughs> oh, those are fine. Tricycles okay. are also fine. It's Just the two, two that freak me out. Why do you have like two? Anything. Yeah. Why do you have two? I like to? odd numbers. <laughs> so you don't okay. so you won't admit twins, but triplets. Triplets are great. I don't recognize twins as babies. I think they're of the devil. I and I, twins who eat the other one in utero, that's fine. That's fine, because they okay. did what had to be done. They they yeah, blood blood sport. I didn't you know, I didn't know if we'd I wasn't I, I've not been sure if we'd find common ground so far, but I will say I also this is just Real Joe speaking, have an issue with twins. Well, this has been real Tina baby. Yeah, I know it's real Tina well. baby. I just want everyone to know that <laughs> yeah, I everybody here is being real. Twins are freaky. Joe, 
Why do you have an issue with twins? I mean, you know, I know I I know why I have one, but why do you have one? Um, it's just like there's just like why two of them? Three is like exactly. whoa, and there's always a different <laughs> one with three, but with two, with two, there's usually even when they're different, they're not different enough. For two me. seems a little yeah. selfish by the parents. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh yeah. look what I did. Because three is like nobody wants three the first time around. Nobody wants three. <laughs> three is not exactly intentional. Yeah, yeah. You think twins are planned? <laughs> yeah, twins are planned. Yeah, one baby intentional. Two babies intentional, three babies, that's when we get into some interesting territory. Right. Where right. do we stand on four babies, but, hear me out, one of them eats one of the other ones. So there's three babies again. So there was originally four babies. But okay, wait. Are they eating each other after they're born or before? That, that is a very important question. Which would you prefer? And have you instructed a fourth baby to eat a third baby? As part of your counseling sessions. I would prefer to never see a baby eat another baby. Okay, That's good. not part of my I eating. thought we weren't going to find common <laughs> ground, good. and I'm glad that we have discovered common ground between us. But I, I'm I, glad we all agree. I do need to know, <laughs> eating aside, do you have a problem with quadruplets as they are twin twins? Twin twins. They are twin twins. They are, yeah. I'll be honest. I mean, I don't feel that intensely about the babies as I do about the bikes because at the end of the day, a baby is a baby. Right. And though increments of two make me queasy, the overall fact of them being a baby is more interesting to me and more endearing. And so I would, you know what? I would treat a quadruplet baby. That's good. I would. I would let them into my office. Now, do you guys have any babies? With me? No, like, do you, like, no. Are you, like, a papa? Oh, no, but today, this is a real story. I, uh, a baby at uh, the grocery store was, like, intensely trying to get out of their mother's arms and get to me in line. And I was like, that can't possibly be my child. Joe, Please you don't be my child. I cannot stress this enough, Joe. You don't need to preface anything with this is real. This has all been 100% real. That is Dr. Tina Baby. And you are a real Joe and I am real Josh. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, everything's okay. We're all real. <laughs> and your feelings are valid. So and that you... baby might be your baby. If a baby reaches out to you like that, I'm you might have to take the responsibility. Oh, shit. So any baby that shows interest in you your is baby. probably your baby. I believe in baby's choice. So if baby chooses someone, I'm sorry. You have a baby now. Have you ever had to put a baby down? In between two people and let the baby put a baby down. I would never do that. Oh my god, absolutely not. I don't even know if I can continue. This is so offensive to me. I'm Dr. Tina Baby. I treat babies for medical issues. Why would I ever put a baby down? Set a baby down, set gently place the baby down on the ground. Yeah, I do that. And then you make the baby choose. This is not a papa because he's willing to. But I am like papa because I lie. Um, so you said you're a motivational speaker. Does that do you only speak to babies? Oh, right.
right. That is what I do. <laughs> yes. I'm a motivational speaker for babies. Okay. Um, so I cannot have adults in the room. So I, Again, I travel yeah. around. Uh, mostly NICU <laughs> units is the only place I can think of where a bunch of babies can be unsupervised loosely. Um, sure. They can be, people can be so, outside. Playgrounds at a mall. Oh it, yeah. yeah, they can be. They can be watching through the windows. But they can't I, hear and you. Nothing I do is secret. No. I just prefer. I just prefer that adults not muddy up the vibe because I have a good vibe going when I'm talking to the babies. Um, yeah, and I basically tell the NICU babies, you know, you can do it. Um, just keep doing you. Be yourself, and the rest of the world will get it. So that's kind of the gist of my speech. And I just want to set these babies up for success. Hmm. Are do you have your own children? No, I can't find anyone to date or fall in love with me yet. Hmm. Well, keep on trucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that your motivational speakings are working for yourself as well. I love the optimism. Yeah. Have you considered yeah, well, just keep it'll doing happen. you? It'll happen. I'm gonna keep doing me. Keep putting myself out there. Keep going to speed events, speed dating events, and speed, speed events. Yeah, speed like events. Like NASCAR. <laughs> and racing. Just foot races, foot races I, down. I thought we I were. clean up at NASCAR. I meet so many men. Just they're not keepers. Mm. Do you yeah, have to keep I... a man to have the baby? Mm, no, but I want to marry him. I want to wear, like, a dress. That's fair. And, you know? and also, Joe... Uh, in, when you do artificial insemination and stuff like that, the chances of having twins goes up very high, oh, and that's yeah. just not a risk that you don't you don't want to run that risk. Doctor no, Tina, baby, what would happen if you had twins? If I had twins, that would be really, 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 really hard for me. Right. That would be a daily struggle that I would have to overcome. And right. I would have to ask myself some serious <laughs> questions. What is my deal? Does my deal change now that I am a mother to twins? What do I do now? How can I live with myself? Would you? So those are the questions that I'd have to ask. <laughs> and <laughs> would you take the? Would you find maybe one of the twins? We take one of the twins and find two other people who can't have kids, and then put the baby down, and then um... I would Stop. never put a baby <laughs> down. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Joe, I'm getting seriously uncomfortable with these accusations. I would never kill a baby. Ow! Even just saying that word, it, it hurt my mouth. Would you let you, if you had twins? Would you let one of your babies choose another parent? Oh, if the baby chose, then yes. Okay. But the baby has to choose. That's the point. So if the baby chooses, you know, I want to go on the street right now. You know, I want to go into the knife factory. You know, I want to go eat some, eat some, eat some adult wine. You know, if the baby reaches for something, you have to give it to them because babies are the smartest beings on earth because they know nothing. A famous Socrates-like person once said that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think so it was pertains. if you judge, if you judge a baby on its ability to drink adult wine, then you're doing it right because that's what you're supposed to do. I saw that quote, yeah. Yeah. You should judge a baby like you judge anything else. Right. 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 Harshly. And can I – you have yeah, been on fielding... a 100-point system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what 
what what is like a perfect score baby like bullet points but like what's a perfect score baby a perfect score baby has seven qualities that i adore little little dimples big bright eyes tiny whiny elbows little teeth small i'm big, sensing a theme big stomach okay little little tiny ears no 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 hair it's a smooth baby and those Whoa. are the seven Whoa. and they're each ranked um on i want to say if my math is correct i want to say 12 points each to make 100 and then Close. the red what did the other six go to <laughs> 16 sorry those are bonus points for style and flair very that's good. that's the outfit you put them in the the how how cool they look holding a cigarette stuff like that how well yeah, they can handle their adult like, wine <laughs> yeah it's that thing that you can't quantify it's that it factor that I was, did yeah I did Google Dr Tina baby and you are feeling some heat from the LGBTQ which of course stands for little ones babies uh, <laughs> twins and quintuplets. <laughs> And I do need to know if you are a twins exclusionary radical baby doctor oh. and where you stand on this. Are you a twerf? A twerf? <laughs> I would never. I would never be a twerf. But they make some points. But, <laughs> but they make some points. What would twins you do? Twins are a little weird, but they make some points. What would you um, do if a baby chose to be a twin? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I've never thought about it that way. Sometimes you have I to mean, think it's so hard because that's ways. a choice you make in the womb. Yeah. That's a choice you make in the womb, and I just can't see it. I would have to be hooked up to an ultrasound the entire time to well, see. I mean, much like in your operating room, there's no adults allowed in the womb. Until yeah. now, fellas, wheel it in. I have a pregnant woman and an ultrasound machine. <laughs> Just oh <kidding>. my god, <laughs> that would be really cool. It would be the ultimate gotcha. We're the first you should podcast. Pitch that to Shark Tank. <laughs> oh, we should. First pregnant women. <laughs> yeah, sharks. Boy, do I have something for you. Have you ever wanted to make a little baby, but you don't know how? Enter women, the people who make babies most of the time. I think I think I saw this coming to MVC. It was uh, it, it was like that spinoff of like kids kids Tonight Show, but it was like kids Shark Tank. It's sort of like teaching yeah. the birds and the bees. You pitch to the kids of um, billionaires, and they're real dicks about it. They like don't really understand empathy, so. The kids are brutal. Exelon your... 12 really hates it. Oh, I hated him. Hate. What was your pitch to the kids on Kid Shark Tank? Oh, that was like a water bottle that opens with the cap is in the middle instead of the top. Because <laughs> Oh, the I middle prefer... of like, so like here on the side? Yeah. So basically, most water bottles... It's the same old boring thing. Yeah. You open up the cap and then you glug, glug, glug. Well, what if I wanted to motorboat the water like this? I would then have to put a cap in the middle, which is what I did. And I got Mark Cuban's baby 
to invest $500,000 for a 1% stake in the company. And now we are marketing on Instagram. We call it Side Bottle. And we are aiming it towards quirky girls who don't really know what's going on. We're aiming it towards that demographic. It's sort of girls who existed in 2011 and somehow still exist today. Right. And But they're sort of trapped in that time period. Is that a group that you feel personally connected to? Um, yeah. And if that's you must okay. Know, oh, uh, if you must know. Because your sister's I, one. My sister? Yeah. I don't really talk about my sister much. Dr. Paula Toddler. Oh. We... We had a falling out in the mustache section of an Urban Outfitters in 2011. You know, all the mustache-themed gifts. And all the bacon-flavored stuff. Various bacon-flavored yeah. lollipops and the like. The Rage comic and, strips. Yeah. And we haven't spoken since. And so it's a painful subject for me. I'm so sorry. I feel really rude for bringing that it, up. It probably feels even worse that your sister, Dr. Paula Toddler, was able to get married and, you know, since you don't have the same surname. Um, <laughs> she, was oh, able yeah. to, she was able to find everlasting love in the form of a partner. <laughs> she was able to find everlasting love in the form of the partner. And I haven't. And that's what really gets yeah. my goat. Is it? I feel like that's where a lot of the, the tenseness in your relationship really stems from. Especially because yeah, she because, met her husband yeah. when he was in the Tour de France. Yeah, On his he bike. was a bicyclist, <laughs> ah. and his last name was Toddler, Ron Toddler. Have you heard of him? Little Huge bit. basketball the? player. <laughs> wow. He was the first bis- basketball player to to lose the Tour de France. Yeah, most of them win. <laughs> <laughs> and they had wow. twins, Because they right? have so much experience. Yeah, and they had twins. It's so true. All these things are that you're saying, they're so true. Well, I, did, I thought they had triplets, but they put one of them down to, like, really even the number. My baby wouldn't, my sister would never put one down. I know we aren't talking right now, but they would never put one down. I meant, that I is meant, so disrespectful. I meant she set one down while watching Ron perform in the Tour de France. And it chose, and it chose a different parent. I meant set one down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they were watching at a sports bar at um at Buffalo Wild Wings. She was watching Ron Toddler be in the Tour de France, okay. and then the baby just kind of whipped its head around to the next guy standing at the bar, and then she had a new papa. God, I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. It's really, really gets my goat. That's why I go to Wingstop. Is yeah. Wingstop ne- never a real place? At- I thought it was a ghost mm. kitchen. No, Wingstop is very real. Well, I don't know where I've been going if Wingstop is a ghost <laughs> kitchen. It's been dead for 20 years. There's no babies there, though, I can tell you that. That's, what the, Buffalo, no. that's what the B in Buffalo Wild Wings stands for. Baby Buffalo? Baby Buffalo Wild Wings. That's right. Um, it's actually BWW is actually Baby Whittle Whittle. <laughs> Stop! That's so cute. That's, yeah. like, that's like the cutest thing I've ever heard. That's two of the seven. 
All of their prices are <laughs> all of their prices are based off of a scale of one to one hundred on how cute your babies are when you go. Yeah, that's already a score fourteen baby, <laughs> and we haven't even started yet. They haven't even done the, the talent show yet. <laughs> I haven't even looked them in the eyes. I haven't even looked at their elbows. <laughs> uh, I have two two questions for you, Doctor Baby. One: What would a typical uh, routine checkup look like? What walk us through your process real fast? Okay, so the baby comes into my office, which is in North Hollywood, California. I already have questions. And <laughs> how did the baby okay. get there? <laughs> Do babies drive in California? Is this a is this a me thing that in the Midwest babies are completely not self sufficient? Oh, hold on, coastal no, babies baby... drive. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're the coastal elite yeah. for a reason. If they're not driving, well, I I send out a thing to the parents that says, look. Maintain this reality for me. I don't want to know how the baby gets there. I don't want to know. I don't want to see your face. I don't want to know how the baby gets into my office. So I continue with the, you know, with the, with the, with the, and so one can only assume that if someone shows up somewhere in Los Angeles, California, it's safe to say they drove. Yeah. And that's the world I choose to live in. So the baby drives in or to the parking lot. A baby driver. Enters, gets a little ticket from the valet, comes up, uh, goes up to the secretary, valets the card, or gets it validated. And then she comes into my office. And baby comes into my office. I set the baby down. Set, set the baby down. Of course. Sure. Of course. And then I give it a once over with my eyes. I go, I go, oh, are you a cute baby or are you not a cute baby? Then they answer. Um, depending on the answer, I will move on with the 100-point ranking system. If they say no, they're not a cute baby, then the office, then the visit's over. Okay. Then I say there's nothing I can do for you. Right. Um, but if they are a cute baby, then I rank them according to the system, and then I place my little ear next to their heart, and if I hear a thump, 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 then that's all good. And if I don't hear a thump, 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 then that's cause for concern. Definitely. And you have a little – do you have a regular ear for day-to-day and a little ear for baby hearts? Yeah, I have like – it's sort of a stethoscope with an ear at the end of it so that nobody gets freaked out about what's going on. And if – what if you ask the baby, are you cute? The baby says yes, but you're looking at it. And you can tell that it's no. yeah. Is, where does confidence and cuteness go on the scale? Or here? you're looking at a cute baby, and the baby's like, "No, I'm not cute." Like, how does that impact things for you? Yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough because sometimes I know that they're wrong, but I have to take the baby's word for it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a very cute baby will have some self-esteem problems, and unless they buy a ticket to one of my workshops then I can't correct those problems because then I'd be wasting my speech on a baby visit instead of a motivational speaker visit. Does that make mm. sense? It does. And what are the names of your workshops? Two of them, if you can name them. Oh, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for recognizing that I have two. One is called You're a Baby and That's Awesome and Let Me Tell You Why. And then the other one is called Baby, let's talk about it. 
And that one is a little bit more frank. It's a little bit more PG rated. I'll throw in some dams and hells in that Whoa. one. Whoa. But the yeah. babies Whoa. who go to that, they can handle it. Yeah, they're like heavy metal babies. <laughs> and now I know that your doctor. They're doctorate... like goth. Oh, great. <laughs> I love, I know that your your doctor work is all pro bono, but are your motivational speeches where you sort of generate the cheddar? Is that where we're working with And Like, how does that work? Are you cash check Venmo Bitcoin? Where are we at with that? So those are donation based and the babies who have been hooked up to a Venmo account will Venmo me. And, um, then, you know, and like, as I said, you know, it's like, I, I do a lot of this pro bono work because a lot of people will email me and want me to interview on their show and pay me for that interview because I'm a freak. And so you get like, I most of generate most of my cheddar on the Dr. Phil circuit Ah. and like the, the sort of, you know, I'm just sort of a rotating guy that they call every once in a while, like a Dr. Oz or that sort of thing. Where they go, oh, who, who's this doctor baby? Who's this doctor Tina baby? We got to talk to her. And that's where I make most of my money. I also have a TikTok account where I basically, three times a day, I say, yeah, I'm a baby doctor. And this is a day in my life. And that videos, those videos generate me a lot of income. And I'm doing sponsorship deals with um, Gerber and... Pampers and rattles. Rattles. And did you get yeah. the sun in the sky of the new Teletubbies? Did, was that you? You know, well, I, I'm, I, I did do a checkup on that baby. Oh wow! Okay, perfect. Is it a cute baby, or did it? Did it was it... okay. Okay. It was okay. Um, I had some thoughts. I had some notes, but it was okay. I heard it was originally cast as the moon, so you couldn't see the baby that as well. But then the <laughs> the sun baby got sick. Yeah, the sun baby got sick. It was a whole disaster with production. I I, I consulted on the film as well. The film. <laughs> the film. Yeah. Tell I heard it's gonna the be a, it's gonna be at the Cannes Film Festival next week. Um I I I couldn't help but notice that you said that you get paid to be on podcasts. Uh and I'm yeah. concerned. We're friend requests from Josh and Joe. Were you supposed to be on freak requests from Jim and Jake? Oh, oh my god. You guys aren't Jim and Jake Barker from Barnum and Bailey's podcast freak circuit? You've called me Joe four times directly. <laughs> well, Joe is short. Well, for I just Jake. thought that was a nickname for Jake. <laughs> Common Joe misconception. Yeah. Oh my God, my agent is going to kill me. The Barnum brothers have been sitting on this podcast for so long and I'm just not on that Zoom. Oh my God. Oh my freaking God. This could be the end of me. They were going to pay me $1 million. That's so much money. What? Wait, what time zone are they in? They're in Eastern Standard Time. Fuck. Yeah. No, it's not good because that's what we're. I'm in. And Oh, rats. <laughs> I hate that. God, I hate this situation. This fucking sucks. Well, this sucks ass. <laughs> Whoa, PG thirteen That's, at least. Sorry, Doctor Sorry, Tina I'm not baby. on the clock That's... right now. Apparently, so well. I'm gonna say whatever I want, whatever I damn hell fuck shit want. Fucking damn hell. Doctor Whoa. Shit ass bitch. <laughs> 
Wow. Whoa. I think Dr. Tina Baby might might have just overcome Dev Lemons for our Questy's Best Swear Award. That's a very, very surprising overcome overcomments. Is that a word? It is now. Uh, but you got it in right on un, right under the belt. Wow. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe Why we win? can't oh I, we can't give you a million dollars, but we might bring it up at the end. <laughs> We might bring it up again. Oh, I get to be you you might bring it up again later. Yeah. For the for the avid listeners as an Easter egg. Well for yeah. you you should know that okay. we currently are um we're two episodes more than Corey in the House had episodes when it was a TV show. So like we're well, a pretty successful podcast. So by the time we get to the year in review best the awards, the Questy Awards, um, it'll probably be able to give you a million dollars worth of exposure. And you really can't put a price on that. That's what I tell the babies. Exactly. I tell them always work for exposure. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You don't. You might end up on the wrong podcast with the same initials as the podcast that was going to pay you a million dollars. This is such a common farcical problem. <laughs> Can At the very least, Dr. Tina Baby. Can you just tell us what's next for you? What is next for Dr. Tina? Doctor. What is next for Dr. Tina Baby? Thank you. (laughs) I am going on a book tour. My book is called Baby, Baby, Baby. That's me. I'm the doctor of that by Dr. Tina Baby. And I talk about my work and the babies that I see and my motivational speaking. And I'm going on a tour, basically. And I'm selling it to babies across America. And um, I'm actually really excited about it. Babies Across America, that's like the Hands Across America, but we're lining up babies from coast to coast. Yep. I'm lining up babies from coast to coast, and I'm selling them a book one by one. That's really good, because they'll all be there. They'll all be there. I thought it was the most convenient way to reach all the babies. Because you know what I like is that you'll give the book to one baby, and the baby next to it will go, well, now I feel left out. And that'll just keep going. Yeah, and you'll find that the babies will, I mean, the plan at least is that the babies will, one of them will read the book and go, oh, yeah, this is a pretty cool book. And they'll whisper to their neighbor, you should really get this book. I, I have this book recommendation. It's a pretty good book. And then they'll buy a book and then they'll tell their friend. And it'll just go down the line. I don't see how it could fail. Wow. Well, Dr. Tina Baby, thank you for accidentally showing up today. Thank you for having me. And Joe, if you put down a baby, I will find you and I will hunt you down. So help me God. I would never, I would never put a baby down that's been born. What? I'm, I'm staunchly pro-abortion. What the heck? Oh yeah. No, I, that's, no, I agree with that. Oh, okay. She's redeemable, folks. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But once the baby born. I wavered for a second, but no, I agree with that. Yeah. That's not part of my deal. It was it didn't test well, it, right? It was like oranges in, in abortion. I ran a like, quick focus group on yeah. my mind about what are what, what the cost of the, the benefits and the pros and cons of how I'd sleep at night. And I think it's, ah, yeah, yeah. That's we good to it. know. That's good to know. Well, it's been truly an experience and i wish you nothing but the best and i i think honestly i think 
it's only been a few minutes. I bet you could you could make it into their recording session and just say you had a baby emergency. I'm going to run across town and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best. Wish me luck. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Um, hey, I think this is weird. I think Kylie's actually calling back in. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll let her in. That's weird. I didn't want to speak to her again, but that's fine. Hey. Hey, did you oh, forget? Sorry, I had to get some chips. Did you forget? Immediately in. I thought you forgot your jacket. <laughs> I was like, she left her jacket on the podcast so she'd have an excuse to come back on the podcast. That was right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I left it on the Zoom. So I had to go get my jacket. It's, mm. But I have it now. Oh, good. Um, I, you know, I know you had to, you left abruptly, which was odd, uh, but that's okay. What, what, yeah, my bad. What are you up to and what can people look and find you in? And uh, where, where should people go to find you online and not in real life unless they're buying tickets to do it? <laughs> yeah, you don't come to my house, please, but you can come to uh, some shows that are happening. Um, I mean, it's kind of just, you know what? There's no there's no singular solo show that's happening. So I'll just say follow me at Dead Eye Brakeman on all platforms. Um, and I do shows around New York City and sometimes Los Angeles, but currently New York City. Um, I also just started a plant account where I've started making horribly edited fan cams of all my plants. So that is called really shitty plant content. So give that a follow. It has 30 followers and I'm not promoting it. But if you want that, <laughs> you can follow it. I, I will be. It's well, about to be at least hey, 32. thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. And um, man, I, I can't believe you missed Dr. Tina Baby. I feel like you guys would have. It would have been nice to have Damn. a woman's perspective. I wish I could have been there. She sounds really fleshed out. She yeah. sounds... Perhaps more fully realized now than she was when she started. That's beautiful. I, I, I wish her the best. We all do. All right. Not me. I honestly couldn't care less about her. No. <laughs> We're going to go do our other thing that if you want to come hang out with us and do it, it's just go to the Patreon, you beautiful sons of bitches. Bye. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.